episode 186 of The Platformers, a show about games and nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Joshua Mobley. I'm Chris Schreiber. And I'm Hannah Houlihan. Hello. Hannah Houlihan. Hannah Houlihan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hannah is a fantabulous human being. Uh, I've had the Aww. pleasure of getting to know her uh, working on the IGN Commerce team for a while, and she's also... Uh, Hung out with Audrey and myself on a couple of game nights, yeah. and uh, she is a a. Oh, actually, she was in one of our episode titles. She was I, in. Yeah, a, you told me about that episode. What was this? One seventy something. It was a stalwart retweeter, Hannah, and stalwart. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. She is the she is the eponymous uh, uh, stalwart retweeter because she is she has long been a supporter of the show on social media, and we appreciate you. Gotta support my friends. I, I did course. not think about that uh, when I invited you on. I just thought that you would be a wonderful person to talk. I mean, you well, are thanks. a wonderful person to talk with, and uh, and you are joining a pantheon of people we've been very fortunate to have on the show. Uh, I thought you were going like to say like Janet. a pantheon of garbage. but <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's my actual introduction. Yeah, that's what's yeah. actually going on. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, joining joining such all-stars as uh, as uh, as Audrey and uh, Mitch Saltzman and Janet Garcia and, and all of those. Aww. And Matt Adler. Thank you for yeah, having me for, on, guys. So yeah. Matt Agler, who I kept like after we were done recording for way too long to talk about VR. <laughs> like by the end of it, I could tell he was kind of like, that. "All right, man, yeah. I gotta go." And I was like, "Yeah, right, bye." Like I have no VR friends. I mean, we were talking about talking about That's... Dark Souls with Matt Adler too, yeah. and doing a whole episode just on Dark Souls Three because we were playing that for so long. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. He's a good boy. So mm-hmm. he is. He's, he's good people. Good lad. And Hannah's good people as well. Would you like to introduce yourself to our fine uh, whisperers, as, as I oh, mistakenly yeah. called them last the week? The whisperers. <laughs> sure thing. Um, I, I mean, as, as you said, I work with the commerce team, and I also work with the guides team. So I'm kind of bounced between the two doing stuff like that. So that's kind of my introduction in a nutshell. I don't do a whole lot else aside from that. How long have you what been are, uh, with IGN? I've been with them since 2019, so I started writing a feature with them, and then after that, I kind of transitioned into guides and commerce. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some notable guides that you have worked on, if you don't mind Well, recently I did Resident Evil Village, and I really loved doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyberpunk was an adventure. That was one I helped oh, I out on. Yeah. <laughs> what did you play that on? I played it on an Xbox One. Oof. Yeesh. And it was, you can tell Good which Lord. screenshots are mine throughout that guide. <laughs> uh, they're muddy and hard to look at. Like, but... what, are all these, what are all these weird PS1 uh, screenshots doing in here? Is this Mafia? <laughs> Is this the original Mafia? <laughs> the original Mafia. <laughs> Is this exactly, some yeah. lost work of an impressionist master? Like, yeah. what is this? Yep, exactly. Um, wow. I did Spiritfarer, which I really liked. And I yes. know Nice. you guys wanted to talk about that as well at some point. Yes, I've been playing it. It's so Very good. Very fun game. Yep, yeah. so I did that. A lot of smaller indie titles I kind of cover, like Call of the Sea I did, and um, a couple others. Oh, ones. that game rules! Mm-hmm. That game is so freaking in, good. So much fun. Installed. Little Nightmares 2 was another one I did that I absolutely loved. I love that nice. game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Indies are really fun to cover. Like, I did I did Baba Is You and Hollow Knight, and, like, those mm-hmm. are two of the, my favorite ones that I've done. Although Baba Is You is fucking absurd. Like, it's so hard. Yeah. 
Hollow Knight is Ugh. great though. But yeah, Kiki's Hoosh. That is probably the guide I'm the most proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, no, that's We're not me here with, to talk about me. I mean, that's me with Little Nightmares, too. I think that's the guide that I was the most proud of by the time I was done nice. with it. Is it actually turned yeah. out exactly the way I wanted, which never really happens. It's very rare when you feel like 100% satisfied with something you've done. But that's one that Guides I writing is loved. very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult. But yeah. it's super fun and very rewarding. It Especially is. when people, like, hit you up and they're like, hey, I used your guide. Thanks. Yeah. You know, like when, like when people hit... Thanks for uh, nothing. <laughs> when people Your hit, guide um, sucked. <laughs> yeah, Janet and Casey uh, uh, about like, hey, thanks for, for you know, the, the Final Fantasy VII remake guide. Mm-hmm. And Janet tagged me because she's uh, an angel yeah. uh, and is very, very courteous. But yeah, it's like, it, you, I love hearing stuff like that. Like when people use it and they're like, oh, this was gave me exactly the information I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. So that's, that's how Hannah and I met. Yes. Through commerce. And uh, how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And she's awesome. So I'm excited Aww. to talk with some stuff with her. Uh, let's begin Ooh. by talking uh, about a game that Hannah and I have a lot of experience with. And Chris does as well. Yeah. And that is Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Yeah. So I'm going to do a little spoiler-free uh, pitch because this is a game, this is a, I would say a psychological horror game. Dating sim <laughs> game with a twist. Yes, basically. Yeah. That's actually uh, so yeah. accurate, it really is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dating sim game with a very huge twist. Uh, Terrifying And it's one. extremely, extremely good, and I think it's still free on PC mm-hmm. uh, for the, the base version. Yeah. Uh, the plus version, is fifteen dollars uh, on Switch? I imagine it's the same on Xbox and PlayStation, but I actually did not verify that. Uh, but it is available on Windows and Switch and PlayStation and Xbox. I think at retail uh, it's thirty. If you're interested in yeah. a physical copy, okay. that'd be my yeah. guess. Okay, I came very close to ordering it, but I was like, I'm never gonna play That's this. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it and comes I with thought... like stickers and all that kind of shit, like a keychain. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I. Mm, you may be singing a different song at the end of this, but we'll see. Uh, but what I would say is, if you are at all interested in unsettling games uh, that are very unusual and very interesting and toy with your expectations, um, man, it's so difficult to say anything. You know what? It's not. I'll spoiler, put it. But. I'll put it in the bubble of this. Like it is one of my. It's one of my favorite things in the world to describe. Because there is nothing else like it. Much like yes. Gorillas, much like The Last of Us Part Two. There is just nothing else like Doki Doki Literature Club. It, it stands yeah, only all of its own. Yeah, that is true. It's probably is one true. of the wildest surprises I've ever had with playing a game. And yeah. I played it because everyone said it's completely it's one buck of the wild surprises. and not what you yeah. think it is. Yeah. And yes. I the whole thing threw me for a loop was not yeah. what I was and thinking I, it was. And I will say it stays a straight putt for longer than you would think. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that is in that is in service of what eventually happens. Mm-hmm. It, the the game would not hit as hard or hit all of the same notes if it wasn't what it was for as long as it was. But I will say it is a short game. You can finish it in just a few hours. Like I think it's like four hours long mm-hmm. or something. Oh, like yeah. it's very short. 
Um, and it is... It's a great, at least when I played it, I it's one of those games I started at like 10 o'clock at night and I was like, yeah, I'll play it for like oh an hour Oh my or so. God. And was up to like 3 a.m. and played the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those. Because you can't stop. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, you can look back in our catalog because I definitely, we definitely talked about this game when it was free on Steam because oh, I yeah. played it on, on PC. We definitely talked about this. Um, and I, we were, had glowing praise for it then. Oh. And I will tell you, the plus version is even better. Uh, I did not think that was possible, but the interesting thing about the plus version is that it adds additional side content. Um, so throughout the, uh, the, the regular game, the base game, you, uh, pick words from this list to create poems for several of the girls in the literature club and some of one of them is into really cutesy things one of them is into like more deep thought-provoking things and one of them is into like love and like this sort of stuff um and you based on the words that you select randomly and it's not even it's not even like um like mad libs because you don't know where it's going you only pick uh, you only pick those words and then they don't actually tell you what the poem is. It's just how the person reacts to it. Mm. But based off of who likes your poem and who you spend time with through the dating sim, it unlocks additional side story content um, that you can access. And each one is uh, set before the events of the game. Oh. Um, and they basically... So in the main game, your character joins the literature club. Pl- uh, joins the literature club, and there are four members of literature club. So this is basically how each of those four members met each other and became members of the literature club. Uh, and basically, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is them bringing this PC-only game to consoles. Yes, but then adding basically an additional four hours of content via these side stories. And I originally was like, I don't know how much these are going to add. I don't know how much more you can do with this that wasn't already done masterfully in the base game. But the way that they actually tackle it is they've made it so that the side stories have a completely different feel. Like they are polar opposite. They're not disturbing. They are not, they are completely heartwarming and like uh, moving even. I welled up like on three of them. Like there's, there's seven total, like it's crazy. Um, they actually go through like really interesting and, um, well-observed ways of dealing with the fact that immature people often say things that they don't mean and hurt each other's feelings and don't necessarily want to, and don't like things about themselves. And it's crazy. Like it is the complete opposite, uh, end of the spectrum of what happens in the main game. Which like almost gave me like emotional whiplash because I beat the game again and then went back and did all these unlocked all the side stories and did all of those, um, which I did earlier today. But it's very. At first, it was a little disturbing to see these characters that be, that were behaving so differently than they were in the base game. But uh, eventually, I overcame my like emotional whiplash and really found it kind of cathartic to to look through these stories. So I would say that Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is um, worth a recommendation, not only based on the incredible strength of the base game, but now these totally different side stories that that um, that kind of pay off uh, 
a different thing that you could be looking for. Like now it satisfies two things. Like if you're looking to be totally freaked out, you've got the base game. And if you're looking for very earnest, heartwarming, kind of poignant, bittersweet stories, like the side stories are there too. Hmm. And how long is this game? Like uh, this it version is four, of it, rather? Four hours for the base game, four hours for the side stories. Okay. So they've oh, effectively okay. doubled the length of the game with the side stories. Now, does this do, like, the like Persona 5 Royal thing of it's, like, it's very well, like, intertwined into, like, the regular base game, or is it just, It's like... not intertwined at all. They're completely separate. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. I didn't realize that. The only thing, the only way that they're intertwined is because uh, the is playing the main game is how you unlock them. Okay. Uh, so, basically, what you do is bef- when... Thankfully, you can do this as soon as the prompts pop up. But if you are, um, if you are planning on playing this and you want to see all the side story content, I suggest making a save anytime the poem making screen pops up, and then as soon as you make the third poem and go forward and do that scene, mm-hmm. uh, then load your other save up and do make those three poems for each of those characters. And the cool thing is once you've, once you've done uh, all of those, you'll have access to all of them. Um, and when you're p- replaying through those different sections, you can skip all the um, dialogue that was the same. And then it will just stop when it's new stuff, mm. uh, which mm. is cool. So it's, it's very, it's very, it respects your time. Uh, wow. If you, if you prep it in that way, uh, it, like it didn't take me very long to, to get everything. And yeah. then, you know, once I did, I didn't, I was thinking I would just like, oh, I'll check out one side story and then bounce. But then I was like, I was like, yeah, this is actually really good. Yeah, it sounds and then like I it was really like, I need expands to... on the characters in a nice it way. It really, it really does. Like by the time, like I, I am really, I may actually play through the main game again yeah. after having gotten to know the characters way, way, way more in, in a new context and without the main character being there. Uh, because now I feel like I actually have a way deeper understanding of the characters, which would probably make the main game even freakier. <laughs> That's what I was just going to ask, is does having that background of all the characters affect how you feel about all the characters like going into it yeah. a second time around and plus? I, the I, don't different? Know, I don't know what the, stor- what the side stories would do to my understanding of that, because I, I did all the side stories after I'd already beaten the game mm-hmm. uh, this time around, but I will say... Playing through the game a second time after having you know played it uh, you know years ago now at this point on PC, um, I noticed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of things that you can pick up on if you know what's coming. Okay. Uh, and it's pretty wild how many things were seeded basically instantly and or constantly mm-hmm. uh, throughout the game. Like it's pretty nuts. Huh. Um, do you know? But yeah, it, I I don't know how to ask this. I'm gonna try to ask this without spoiling things. Um, okay. You didn't play this on PC, right? I I so the plus version. Um, I actually got a code from our friends over at Tinsley PR. Uh, I got a code for Switch. Okay. So I played it on Switch, which changes some things. Well, so that's what I was gonna okay. ask. So, like, do you know if? The PC release of this does anything with the the file system. I'll say that. Yeah. I I I <laughs> I don't know. That is the one thing that I would say. 
That is the one thing that I would say makes the PC release kind of still the definitive version of this. Yeah. Because in this game, basically when you exit Doki Doki Literature Club, there's like a desktop where you can go into where there's like a picture folder with screenshots like in wallpapers from the game. And there's like a music folder where you can access like the different music if you want to listen to it um, and different things like that. And they play around a little bit like that, but it's not the s- same as the PC version. Yeah, I so, mean that that whole uh, yes, system yes, has yes. has is a is a very big part of the impact. Of, yeah, I think of this that's game. the best thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think really that's is. the best thing the game does, honestly. Yeah. So I yeah. so I would say if you have the opportunity to play this game on PC. I recommend playing it on PC. If you don't and you and you only have access to console, do not sleep on this game. It is fantastic and the plus version is very much worth it um for just a completely different reason than I was expecting. Matthew fucking Agler is in the chat right now. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. had to say that. <laughs> We Matt, were just we, talking about you, we were just, I love it. We were just talking about how much we all love Matt Agler before we started recording. And look at it. It's like That's he crazy. knew. And he look at it. And he knew. In. He's just like, I'm on Twitter. What are these clowns up to? Yeah. His ears started yeah. ringing. And then he yeah. appeared. I love it. Don't you mean his ears started burning? I've heard ringing. Is that what happens to you? Your ears burn? Burn? You should no, get that looked at. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like oh, your I've, ears are burning because somebody's talking about it's you. It's not the way I've heard it. But I've always heard ringing, Josh. Yeah. I'm with you. What? Yeah. No, your ears ring if you have tinnitus. I mean that too, but. But also you're when you're okay, being talked what? about, it's it's right there. <laughs> This is another crazy Chris thing. Like, he doesn't like freaking cold. Yes, okay. Food. This is my point in the mean? podcast the to ask you, up. Chris. We're what's really going to do this again. No, what's your deal with cold cuts? I have to know. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Here we go. I grew up, I grew up like, not eating a whole lot of, like, just variety of food. I really only okay. ate, like, pasta, PB&J, um, SpaghettiOs, and Bagel Bites. And, like, that's Sounds literally like what, what I, I ate. now. Yeah. Like, that's excuse what I ate me, excuse the first... Me. Bagel bites? Yeah, bagel bites. Dude, bagel bites. Bagel bites. Bagel bites? You mean bagel bites? Bagel bites? <laughs> sure. I bagel. had bagel bites up bagel. until the time bagel. that I was. Bagel bites? Okay, Linguini. He's like, what the bagel fuck is that noise? Bites. So, bagel that's bites? all I ate up until yeah. I met Jess. And then Jess, when we first started dating, she was like, we're going to go to P.F. Chang's. And I went and looked at the menu. I was like, I can't eat anything here. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I had my first piece of honey chicken, and then I saw the light. There you go. There it is. Um, but regardless. As someone who right, lived in Southeast so Asia have, for years, this is offensive to me. So you have the first 20 years of my life where I'm not eating meat. Okay. And then I finally start to, and they're like, hey, here's Not a- eating meat? Like, you didn't eat meat? I didn't all? eat anything. I'm telling you, I only ate, like, pizza and pasta. I was a carbivore. That's all I ate. It was just, like, oh shit. Yeah. It was shit and fruit, and, like, that's it. And yogurt. So You ate shit and fruit? Yes. And you were a super thinny boy? I was. I was very thin at the time. That's ridiculous. I wish I had that kind of body. You ate carbs and fruit, which is chock full of sugar, and you were that thin? I was thin as a rail. And I was dancing my ass off in every musical I could get into. I've never been closer to God in my life. (laughs) I've never. It was literally. It's where I peaked. Like I'm the guy that peaked in high school. I was. I was glowing. It wasn't the jock of the football team. It was theater, Chris. (laughs) Oh yeah, teaching everybody to hand jive in Greece. I was Belle's dad in Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) 
I got it all, man. I was you Roger and Ren. That's cool. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and had AIDS. <laughs> not that Wait, that's he had funny. AIDS? Roger has AIDS and rent. Wait, that's so not the point that we're trying to dad had AIDS. Chris, we could have a whole conversation about this. What other musicals yeah, have that, you been in? Yeah, this is a podcast within a podcast. We're, we're switching into Chris musicals, musicals now because now I'm curious and I have to know. Okay. So I was. Hold on, I've hold been, on, hold on. Before, before, before we do this, I need you to confirm. You're saying Bell's dad did not have AIDS. Bell's dad did not have AIDS. That we know of. That we know of. Okay. <laughs> Reminder: She thing? did not have a mother in the movie. Anyway, anyway, I've been in Little Shop of Horrors. Her. I've been in Little Shop of Horrors. I was the dentist. Oh I my was... god, excellent! I thought you were going to say you were the plant. No, I was. If you've seen the movie, I was. Um, that would have been Martin. Great. Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, be like, I, I would be jealous. Bagel bites and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I was Robbie Hart me, in the but only PB and J and warm things. <laughs> Who, uh, if you're familiar with the Wedding Singer, it's Adam Sandler's character. Um, I was Roger and Rent, who's Adam Pascal in the movie. Um, I, I was the Cat in the Hat in Susical. Um, really? That's amazing. I was Burt Bratt in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. I'm trying to think. Of what Wait, who's that? Because I've seen that. I actually the, saw that on stage. He's the assistant of like uh, the the CEO. Um, he's like he's like. Oh, okay, that's a good man. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was character. a fun role. I got to like yeah, I got to be yeah. goofy with that. Um, that was a fun. That was one of one of like two things I've seen at uh, at Tuts down here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was uh, Corny Collins in Hairspray. That's the, uh, the other one. yeah. Gotcha. I haven't seen Hairspray. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hairspray. Seen some of excellent. it. Mm-hmm. It's a fun yeah, movie. Not, not it's a fun right, show. Though. Jess almost died in it. She uh, wow. there was a moment where <laughs> She's in the background, a, so, like, why are you yeah, telling me this? Yeah, why are you telling the story? Why are you telling the story? <laughs> So there's a moment in the the show where like there's a protesting happening, and mm-hmm. on our set we had this giant radio sign, yeah. and the sign literally like people are like shaking stuff. The sign fell off the set, so there's like a recording where I'm walking around backstage in a wife beater, and you just see a pair of arms come out and grab the sign as it's falling from the the stage or whatever, uh, the set, mm-hmm. and um, hi. hi. And now you're getting story. married. And now I'm getting married. <laughs> What? It was the, the love sweet. story of the ages. He, he saved, saved her he in saved the musical. Your life and now you I get saved married. your life. Yep, he saved your life. Oh, well, I know that. I know we were dating before that, but I saved your life. It helped. It helped. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it helped my, my cause. It didn't. It didn't win. It didn't win it for you, but it helped a little. It certainly yeah. helped. A little. There you go. That's hilarious. It, it didn't it go against me. That's great. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway. Just I have a very, a very musically inclined. Uh, if you saved my man. life, that would have been a mark against you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for uh, joining us for the podcast within a podcast, uh, Chris Schreiber. About video dancing. games. Yeah. About video games. But I, yeah. I do love that yeah. we segued so quickly from talking about your cold cuts deal. Now getting back to cold cuts. <laughs> Going so, uh, into your musical history. <laughs> so they were like, "Here's Subway. Mm-hmm. You know, you can oh, get you meat. Had Subway. It's disgusting." Well, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, something's gross. I've been around the block, all right? We've got Italian delis in Philadelphia, like, you know, <laughs> in the Philadelphia surrounding area. Of all area. the places I, to not eat sandwiches, that is outrageous to me. I to be fair, yeah. have tried it all. Mm-hmm. The idea of cold cuts and cold meat, like, I'm eating it, and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get sick because it's not cooked. Like, what do they do to this it thing? Is and you hear about, And then you hear about yeah. the process in which, like, they prepare it, and I'm like, no. I had a salad. You do realize the other- that Hold hot on. meat goes through all that as well. I had a salad the other day 
that was that had chicken in it and like mm-hmm. it took so much concentration to not gag while I was eating it. I was like, it's good for me. I have to do it. And were like the whole time like, I'm eating it. Were you eating like a packaged salad from a grocery store? I, I got it. It was a salad from Panera. Oh, that's okay. not much better. It had like, I mean, it was it was quite good, but I had to I had to get mentally I, there. I always. I mean, what kind of salad did you get from Panera? Now I'm. It it was yeah, uh, spring mix. I got another. Get to the bottom. Uh, yeah. It was mandarin oranges, strawberries. Okay. Blueberries, pecans, very the healthy. Greek goddess salad. dressing. I re- yeah. Hey, I'm trying. You know, I mean, hey, I got a little good. It's for a her. good salad. I like the Greek goddess salad there. I it's think a it's good really dressing. Good. Yeah, yeah. I can agree. So yeah, cold cuts. Get them out of here. <laughs> get them out of here. I'll have a hot. It could be a thousand degrees outside. Right. I want a hot sandwich. Give me some soup. All right. Now I will. There's I will record. say. This 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 got brought up as hot deli meat versus cold deli meat the statement that he made on the previous episode is i don't I like don't cold like food cold. i don't like cold meat in my mouth is the sure. statement that was made mm, that's what you came around to but the original statement was you don't like cold food and that's where we that's why we freaking popped off like crazy sure but anyway yeah, it's a debate that needed settling off. everyone we, likes apparently. a good bowl of cinnamon toast crunch i you yeah. can't okay yes. you yeah. think you got me there you think but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, that's what I think about Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> I'm reading. Matt Agler's like, I thought you were implying that Bell's dad had AIDS, and I was very concerned. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. he could. He 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 also got hypothermia, or not hypothermia, um, pneumonia, yeah. right? Like being out in the yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did he? That'll kill you. I don't remember that. I mean, it definitely would. That would definitely kill you back well, then. Well, because he gets to the castle and then he's like, "Yeah, you know, I need, I need comfort from the cold." <laughs> it's like I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> I need <Yeah>. an adult. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I need an adult. If that was um... in Beauty and the Beast, I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> that would, I mean, that quick cutaway of just I need an adult. <laughs> Do you know it wasn't in the new live action one? I mean, I've seen it a couple of times. I can tell you it's Yeah, I've seen it, too. It wasn't in there, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. There's always time for a revision later. You know Disney likes to to dip back into the well. God, I I can't see any of those. There you go. The the only reason I watched that one was because uh, Emma Watson was in it. What is that supposed to mean? I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. I just don't watch them. I mean, I grew up watching her in Harry Potter. I'm not. No, I know. Like, I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. Awesome. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. It was a uh, joke. So let's talk about something else. What should we talk about? Uh, we've got. Uh, where, where's the topic list? We, I know we got Disgaea Six in here. We've got some other things. We've got. Oh, do we want to talk about the Switch OLED? Yes. Sure. Let's talk Can about. I hear yes. all of you talk about it. <laughs> Because I don't care, like uh, in any in any way, I mean, and I know Chris. I really don't care either. Yeah. yeah. So it's between Chris, you, Chris and Brian here. I even you, you hit me up about this in the chat, right? Didn't you? I did. I've been I've been I've been pondering the Switch uh, OLED yeah. or the Swoled, as Swole-led. Casey DeFridas has been calling it uh, on NBC, mm-hmm. um, which I, I like Jesus. a lot. Um, I I will respect Casey because she's she's a treasure. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah. The. And it is slightly bigger than the than the the one, at least the screen. That's what she said. Um, the uh, obviously the bummer with this. <laughs> if you had you not said that, it would have worked. Um, 
the bummer with all of this is the fact that it does not, um, it doesn't, you know, it's not a hardware bump by, by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination. In terms of CPU and RAM and all that good stuff, people were hoping that this was going to get voice chat and um, I didn't uh, even care about that. I just wanted and all like, that. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that, and, and I should, I should preface this discussion with this. Like we literally talked about in the previous episode, um, what was that? We, there were two things that I had said in that episode that like we then found out were like just not right at all. What's that? What was it? I tweeted about that. I One had, of them was about the I got something thing. right where I was like, or sort of, I remember like a couple episodes ago, I asked you guys, I was like, when do we stop asking for a, switch pro and then you just wonder like when it's the next one right mm-hmm. yeah or like yeah. do you i mean you, like something along the lines of that and I, i'm when i saw like oh it's just an it's just an oled screen i was like yeah okay that makes a lot of sense to me and to everyone they're like acting like you know they didn't get the thing that they were supposed to get and i'm like i don't know that we were ever going to get that thing that everybody no i mean about. hardware like oh yeah, okay 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 realistically like that that thing as much as i wanted it and i said you know mm-hmm. we we deserve it we need it like that was never going to happen nintendo is just not that company um yeah hannah did you shit i forgot the question i was going to ask you shit brian okay, well, what were you going to say uh, so i i pulled up my tweet from july 6th uh me on the platformers pod last night hey the next playstation event i don't know what it what it's going to be about but whatever it is it shouldn't be about death oh yeah they've already shown too much of it <laughs> I, and i i laughed and also, audibly when i found out yeah I, and also i you. can't wait for the more powerful switch so disgaea six and more will run well on it uh and then not only were they like yeah the main thing we're doing in this playstation state of play is more de- is a deep dive on death loop and i'm like fuck hey i'm and stoked like, and for also death the loop. switch give me all of and that also death the switch oled we're, has no extra we're all, power we're all stoked for Ugh. death loop but i know enough i'm like i just want it I'll just that's good just that's fair yeah. let me put it in the console and let's move on listen mm-hmm. i exactly. recently played all of the dishonored games for the very first time and it was the best experience and then watching How that you... preview was just perfect it made me so much how did excited. you play them like, what oh, did you play them on? Low Chaos for all, all three of them. Well, no, no, sorry, what platform did you play them on? Oh, Xbox. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, because they're it. all on Brian's Game Pass. Brian's been trying to get me to so. play them for years, and I, I haven't done it yet. You absolutely should. You should. I literally spent great. five days straight just playing through all three, and it was the best wow. experience. Wow. Yeah. Did you like, do, so I'm. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I don't think I've talked to you about this, but Josh and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of it because in Dishonored, I think all of them actually, I have the ghost uh, and uh, mm. merciful achievements. So oh, I didn't nice. kill anybody and nobody ever knew I was there. Like, I nobody ever saw me. Could not have achieved it's crazy. It is the best. It's feeling. crazy. It is. Like, that's some of my proudest stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. up there with like my Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 Platinums. Yeah. Like, no, it's one Stuff's of those. hard. It's really hard, and I'd love to go back and try to get those achievements too. Because the nice thing about those games, they're so easy to jump back into, because yeah. they're just so tremendously fun, and there's so many ways to approach them. And it's one I'd absolutely jump back into to try to. Did you play Prey at all? Yeah, long time okay. ago, but I loved Prey. That game rules. I'm actually going through does on it, my Typhon playthrough now. Does it rip ass? Um, that game, ri- that game rips ass. <laughs> I was like really shocked you didn't you didn't go there. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a minute. Like we've been like we. What are you talking I about? S- we ripped ass last week. Minute. What are you talking about? I've done a lot of things since then, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all have, uh, you know. Yeah. 
It's been the uh, exact same yeah. amount of time. Oh. It's true, but I sp- I've spent a lot of, unlike normal weeks where most of the time I spend is like talking with you jokesters, uh, I spent a lot of time with the band this week, and so there was just getting into the different rhythms and stuff like that. So I, my my <laughs> rips ass game is weak right now. I'm sorry, guys. Band that, puns. Can I get context? As to what's going uh, on. I, oh, what, what is we, ripping ass? When when was this? Was this like a <laughs> I month know that, ago? Chris. Thank you. I would just ago. like to know the like, context like, of Brian. It was like three I or just, four episodes ago, and they we've every week somebody's had it had it brought it up. That's <laughs> I said something was great, and I was like, man, that thing rips. It like it rips ass. Like you know, like just saying it as if it was a good thing, which then of course brought me back to the memory that I had with God. my old band where uh, my guitarist, Miguel, who was an excellent guitarist, wrote this amazing uh, 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 guitar piece. And I said, man, that's a bitch ass lick. And he's like, I don't think that that's a good thing. I don't think that bitch ass is. It's not. Good, is positive. And I was like, they call you that in prison. I was, I was like, yeah, like yeah. I mean it positive. And then that was just like the thing that would be said anytime something was good. Mm-hmm. Like I came up with a good drum beat or something and he's like, man, that's a bitch ass drum beat. <laughs> and so, you know, rips ass, bitch ass, you know. They all, all work. It takes know, all, it's a it, thing. It's fine. It takes all kinds of ass to make the world go round. Wow. <laughs> Quote of the day. There you go. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, go. yeah. So oh, switch OLED. <laughs> so the swollen. Let's get back to that. Yeah. I forgot what we were even talking about. So did I. Oh, That's man. hilarious. So anyway, so so I was I was of course very disappointed that it didn't have any extra power because like I was like man I would love to be able to run uh, graphics mode on Disgaea mm-hmm. Six. Hannah, I don't know if you know anything about Disgaea, but mm-hmm. this was the first game I'd ever played on Switch that had performance toggles like there is a performance mode a graphics mode and a balanced mode on Mm. switch which is very strange um and you definitely need to use different modes when you're on docked mode versus when you're on you know on handheld which is where i play most things but you know uh recently i i've i've hooked my dock up to my monitor actually the monitor i'm using right now um and i like play there during the day because uh Mm -hmm. i think that disgaea because you're spending a lot of time in menus, it benefits a lot from having like a bigger screen. So I was really looking forward to not necessarily like what some people were saying of like, oh, the Switch is gonna be like eight to 12K docked. Like I never thought that was gonna be the case. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even need 4K, like solid 1080p or 2K max, like 1440p or something would be amazing. Uh, But what I wanted was just a little bit more power. like. We've got these games like Control on there. We've got Doom on there. Some of these games are streaming, like they're not actually living on there because it just can't run them. And because like Control would barely run on the freaking Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and so I, I just think that it's, I, I appreciate it having a bigger screen. I appreciate it having uh, an ethernet port on the dock. That, these are good moves. Uh, especially because one of the biggest problems with uh, Smash Brothers is the netcode. Like, it's not great. So, like, any help yeah. that you can get there and other multiplayer games, like, Switch needs a bump in that department. But I f- just feel like, at least for me, and maybe I, I want to hear what everybody thinks, but for me, like, the one place that it needed the most 
was the like horsepower. It was like a, just, it just needed a little bit more headroom to make these games work. Uh, I, Hannah, what, what do you what do you think? I didn't really care, you know. It, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was announced, and I thought, hey, good for the Nintendo fans. You got a bigger screen, got a couple of other things, but I think people built it up into such a big thing with the Switch Pro. Yeah. But I kind of giggled when it came out, and it's like, oh, here's your bigger screen. Hundred percent. Yeah, so, I, I kind of was smart the same where way. I fall with it. Whereas, like, know. everybody built this thing up, like mm-hmm. you said, and and then it's seeing everyone just be upset the minute that it didn't happen. It was just like, I don't yeah. know where you all even got the idea that this was happening. Yeah, because I never Bloomberg. once heard that. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah that's Bloomberg where we got, yeah, yeah. got the yeah. idea of it. Um, um, it just was built up into such a massive thing, and it's like, I don't think any of that is coming to the Switch, because Nintendo's past with their previous consoles just never jumped yeah. that far between base version and then a pro version of it. So, they've always made minor I think changes. There were, I think there were some minor power uh, increases from the DS to the DSi or the DS minor. Lite, and from the, yeah. and from the 3DS... Uh, to the to the uh, 3ds XL or the, the new the, the new, new Nintendo 3DS. 3DS XL. So those ones were actually pretty significant. And what's funny is, it's the same game that made me think that, um, or the same franchise that, that made me think that this was at least going to be a marginal uh, power upgrade. Um, Hyrule Warriors on the 3DS on a base 3DS runs like shit. Like it's yeah. it's awful um, on the new 3DS XL. And, and it, and it wasn't those those Super Nintendo. What was it? They, like you could only use the Ambassador Super Nintendo games if you had the new one. You could only play Super NES, uh, like the ROMs or whatever that they were selling out of the eShop on new 3DS XL yeah. uh, <laughs> hardware or Such new 3DS a, hardware. Yeah. But I think they um, weren't ever as extreme of jumps as people had made assumptions for with the Switch between the Switch. Yeah, and the I Switch mean the. Pro. The Switch with and the, the Switch Pro, with the eight or twelve K thing, like yeah, yeah, that would have been a yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous jump, jump in power. Mm-hmm. That never, they're never, they're not that company. No, um, no, and not at all. Yeah, I mean the the PS Five and Series X can't even do that. Mm-hmm. Um, who who, who would have done that if we had a if we had a PS Vita two? That's who would have done that. Yeah, but, yeah. but people people want all the things that Nintendo can give them in a handheld, and the things that Sony wants to give people in a handheld, mm-hmm. and it's just it's. Unfortunate because I mean I want those things too. Like mm-hmm. some of my favorite consoles of all time have been handheld ones, like Game Boy Advance, Vita, PSP, DS. Like yep. yeah, those are all bangers. Like mm-hmm. those are all exceptional, ha- uh, just video game consoles in general. And the and the games lineups for those I would put up against basically any dedicated uh, console, most of them you know, that have ever come out. And, mm-hmm. and so I feel like, I feel like so many, for so many people, myself included, Switch is like the culmination of that dream where it's like the Vita was like, yo, it's console quality uh, gaming on the go. And it almost was, mm-hmm. but the Switch is the first one where it's like, no, it, it legit is, but it's just, especially with the PS5 out now and the Series X uh, and, and S, like it's the the gulf is widening and it was already yeah. not super favorable for switch even last gen yeah uh so it, 
I feel like the Switch in 2021, the the standard model, is like 20 or 80 percent of what I want it to be. Um, yeah. And and on, what what I find so interesting about all this is like. Digital Foundry's done a number of uh, deep dives on just like the performance of the the Nvidia chip that's in uh, the base Switch, and have come out and said like Nintendo could, in theory, boost this just enough to get, you know, the, like when you're going to the Master Sword in uh, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and the frame rate drops, you know, pretty significantly, um, but it's loading that forest area that like they've, I'm pretty sure they've proven on a hacked Switch that if you boost uh, the clock speed of the the CPU, it doesn't do that. Like it can hit and lock a locked thirty FPS and be fine. What'll be interesting is if when this one comes out and really starts getting adopted, like if you see like a patch early next year that unlocks that boost a little bit. The problem would end up being on anybody that has a base model. Either they're not going to upgrade that, or they will upgrade it, and all of those consoles are going to start to break because the cooling is so crappy in those. Um, like for me, like I, I really don't like the, the screen quality on the standard switch. I really don't like the build of the the standard switch. Um, at this point, the joy cons constantly pop out. Um, it's, I feel like it's, especially when your daughter drops it on the floor and it just smashes into a, that doesn't help. Uh, Riley the does screen know has... wrong. Excuse you. She's perfect. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't say it was wrong. I just said it was inconvenient for me. She yeah. does nothing wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. She's she's the best of all of us. It's true. It's true. But the the uh, the screen on the the standard switch has like that gray hue to it. Mm. Um, that like I'm not real crazy about. So like what I'm inter- I'm interested in the fact that Brian isn't like. Because as far as I've known, as long as I've known him, like you've been like the no, I have a Switch and I play it handheld. Um, yeah. If anything, this is for you. Like if yeah. your if your standard Switch gets all beat up and everything. Um, and and I legit like I, I mean full disclosure, and we may have talked about this before. Like I we use you need a budget. I created a line item for the Switch Pro new Switch whatever right, model right. like a couple of years ago, and I've saved up like. Uh, I think I my prediction was that it would be 400, and it's actually cheaper than that. It's 350. Yeah. Um, so I basically am ready to pull the plug, or ready to pull the plug. Jesus Christ! Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to pull the plug on Nintendo <laughs> and yeah. the Nintendo Switch. Uh, no, but I I was ready to do it, and and I was like, and you know what? This other Switch, I'll just you know, Audrey can use it to replay, you know, Return of the Oprah Din or something, and then like. In a year or whatever, when Riley's ready to start playing games, she can just have it, you know? Yeah. Like, and that will be cool. And then the, the this new Switch will just be mine, and I'll be able to run things better and all that sort of stuff. And with these minimal improvements, I just, it's hard for me to justify it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, can they run Breath of the Wild 2 on what they have going for the... OLED? Yeah, I mean the engine. The engine's not changing, right? Yeah. So like the uh, in terms of what they're gonna push in that game, what's gonna be a problem is if that game comes out and it doesn't run well or it has that's too many of question. those areas. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I think that's why this was such a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um. Now it's it's entirely Which is possible crazy because some of the power ups that we've seen in Breath of the Wild two make it look like it's gonna need to load stuff faster than yeah. the original one. Exactly. Yeah. Like. It's entirely because, like, possible. Warping that through floors and walls and like going up, you know, huge heights and teleporting and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. No, I mean it's 
it's possible that um, this game comes out because it's first party. They do, they do increase the boost clock or the clock speed of that chip, and they they let all the switches run at that point. But again, you're facing that yeah. uh, that cooling issue. Um, I don't know, and and but back you know back to the Hyrule Warriors thing. Like that game does not run at a stable thirty, even if you're playing single player um, on the the standard and Switch Lite. Um, it's why I haven't played it yet because every time I do, I get pissed off because it runs like crap. Um, if more first party Switch games come out that are like that, then uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's going to look really bad in comparison to PS Five and uh, Series X. But the question is, does Nintendo give a shit? Because at the end of the day, like, who's really buying these things up? It's parents and their kids and grandparents and whoever else for and their kids. Still, and grandkids. it's like, still like what is? It's either the number one or number two fastest selling console ever. Yeah. So right? like for us, yeah, it is. Um, it, it's it's on track to at least meet the Wii, um, which is and outrageous. I think outrageous. I think this. Uh, this model is going to push it over for sure. Well, and the OLED um, also releases on the same day that Metroid Dread comes out. So that is an which easy is, push yeah. for them to say, you could have this and then run it even better with this game and be able to bundle right. the two in that way, which in a way it which makes crazy sense because why they're Metroid doing Dread that. isn't, but, like, I mean, I, I, it, it does make sense that they're launching yeah. it the same day as a game, but for me it doesn't make sense because of all the games that are coming out, this is not one that's pushing the visual fidelity of the to Switch. To be fair, though, they don't mm-hmm. have a lot this... Uh, yeah, they don't. This, this fall that mm-hmm. that no. does. Like, there, there mm-hmm. isn't that big showcase or game that's, like, a, a showpiece of, like, look at the graphics. Like, mm-hmm. everything... I mean, it's Nintendo. Like, everything is yeah. that cartoony kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. It um, would have been, it would have been, like, what? Breath of the Wild 2 Pokemon Legends Arceus or something like that. Yeah. Like, something yeah. where it was, like, this big open world look at how you know mm-hmm. immersive and impressive this sort of a thing is but and even those are like, is definitely yeah even those aren't like my or prime right, four right? yeah yeah like prime four well, would have been a great mm-hmm. showcase Didn't they restart that. prime four like last i year? mean i'm i'm yeah. just saying just stuff that will i'm i'm vision casting stuff that we know is coming yeah right um not necessarily that the timeline would have fit at all i think there's uh, enough excitement yeah. behind metroid though right now we're they know people will want to get it, and there's that kind of going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that's I probably hope so. Why I'm looking for a metric there's, resurgence. And it's funny, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, just so we can, you know, move on to bigger and better things. But the, I'm like, I don't need this thing. But again, mm-hmm. in typical Chris Shriver fashion, like, I'm, I'm stalking Wario 64. Like, when the <laughs> fuck is this thing on pre order? Because I want yeah. it. Um, and I may end up getting it. It's just it went from a I'm definitely getting this to I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. and and you were right. It is for me. Like I mostly play this thing handheld and just like put it down on my nightstand. I put it down like I I carry it. I you know play it on like a lunch break or something like that. Like I play it handheld mostly. Like yeah. it's like 80 to 90% handheld for me. So having a bigger screen in handheld mode and having it be an OLED screen is good you know it's just it's just not like the the it's not the the destination i wanted yeah um yeah absolutely and i think that's the case for a lot of people that, mm-hmm. or at least a lot of current uh switch owners for sure yeah um i have one more thing i want to mention before we move on and that's okay. um if you're vaccinated and you're uh comfortable with going out in public and things like that 
I urge you, and you you or have the ability to do this. Brian isn't really in this position because he has a kid. Um, I urge you to go to your favorite coffee shop or library or whatever it is, any public place, and just bring your Switch and hang out for an hour. Because I did it Saturday, and holy fuck, I forgot how much I missed doing that. I went to Starbucks Saturday morning. I brought uh, the Switch Lite, played some Donkey Kong Country uh, Tropical Freeze, got a coffee, and just sat there. That's a good they way to They had 80s music Saturday. playing. Oh, my God. I miss it set the tone yeah. for the whole weekend. And it was like, yeah. this is exactly why this thing exists, and I love my yeah. life right now. What was it? Karen? Was it? Karen was right. The yeah. person that they had in that in Oh, that yeah. Very first she brought her video Switch again. God. To a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Karen was right. Karen in nailed the, it. In, in this instance, Karen was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. But, yeah. Yeah, it's the Switch is a great console, which is I think why it's the same situation that it was in back during the heyday of the of the Vita, where it was like, why can't they come out with a new version of the Vita that has two triggers and you can click in on the analog sticks and it's a little bit more comfortable and like we just we we love these consoles and we want them to succeed. We want them to be the best that they can be and it's obnoxious when it feels like somebody's going to take a swing and like actually significantly improve something and then they don't uh which is a bummer so uh let's let's see let's see let's see let's see uh chris was that your thing the the switch oled that you wanted to talk about uh no it was not okay i got i got a couple of things uh josh what do you have what do you have for this week Oh boy, uh, I've been playing a game called Spirit Fair, and I'm in love with it. Ooh, it's so fun. And I know Hannah has played it also. Mm-hmm. Um, I adore it. Extensively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a ridiculous uh, amount of hours into that game. Yeah. So um, for people that don't know, it's like a... I want. I, I, it feels wrong to call it a side-scroller, even though that's the perspective it is, because mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like that. Um, but it's like a hand-drawn side scroller where you play as the new spirit fair who's like the figure that takes dead souls from the afterlife into the next like whatever you know the great beyond Chapter. or whatever you want to call and, it yeah. in uh in yeah. different types of uh, of of mythology that is known as a psychopomp there you go um Interesting. anyway you play as that person and you go around you have a big boat And you take this boat around to different islands, collecting resources and finding people to come live on your boat that you will then, like Mass Effect style, do things for and then eventually shepherd off into the great beyond. I thought you were going to say Mass Effect style, you turn them into animals. (laughs) They are animals. It's funny you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like a different. No, no, no. I mean, I've pl- I've played a little bit. Oh, of you it. have played yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, they have I, like animal like spirits that they yeah. yeah show up as. Yeah. Um, Everybody manifests in their furry form until they reach the afterlife. Yeah. Yes. But man, that's the message. Yeah, it is like so great, mm-hmm. and it's so calm. There's no combat. There's oh, it's no, so like, relaxing. There's no one. The animation you is anything. really crazy good. It is good. Like, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, very exceptional the, the other thing i like about it is that it has like all of the things that i like from like stardew valley and animal crossing mm-hmm. like these really just nice calming uh activities for you to do but none of it is on this like uh real-time basis like 
things happen in real time, but there's a like day night cycle that lasts, I don't know, like 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But you're not like, well, I did everything that I did for the day. So now I have to turn the game off. It's not like that. It's like you just go to sleep and wake up and there's a whole other day. So now yeah. you can go do other stuff and like. So you can just play. You can just constantly. play. Play forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's yeah. very sweet. And it was so funny because I had done the guide for Amnesia Rebirth right before it. And so oh it was geez, oh, what wow. a, like, a great a, what palate amazing, cleanser. <laughs> yeah, what an amazing decompression this probably Seriously, was, I like, just sat down with it like, this is the happiest I've felt in so it's long. Like, it's so pleasant. Yeah. Oh, Play man. this. Wait, this game is not making me miserable? Like, oh, my I'm God. I'm not terrified all the time. It feels yeah. great. Here's, a, here's an interactive cartoon about, like, mm-hmm. death positivity and, like, yeah. just very calm and, like, all these things. It's, it's, it's incredibly good and yeah. funny. And the characters I, I are say. super lovable. They are. And you can yeah. hug them. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they get... And you they can get cook them their favorite foods favorite and stuff. Foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try to figure out their favorite food and all that. I'm, like, constantly running back and forth from the oven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I throwing in here? Like, squid and carrots? Sure, throw it in. I don't know what's going to come out, but... And that's kind of the and nice it, part, is it has a good yeah. pacing to it. You never feel like mm-hmm. you're really waiting on anything, because there's always yeah. different activities to do kind of around the ship itself, so you're constantly moving and doing other things. You water your crops, you can cook yeah. stuff, you mm-hmm. can... You can what is, what is it? Collect, like, your, your energy when you're going through those storms and whatnot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catch the games. lightning in the bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's, like, the jellyfish and all that, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, you can go fishing. You get a lot of yeah. stuff from that too. Like, there's just all these that, little things that, to do. The the framing of the shot when you're sitting on the back of the boat and the boat's going somewhere, mm-hmm. but you're mm-hmm. fishing off the back of it is like so. I don't know what it is. It like captures something. It's like in my childhood that I never actually experienced. It's like digital it's hot chocolate. It's yeah, it's that's like, a perfect way to describe it's it. It's like so Dig- just comforting. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ladies, they call me digital hot chocolate. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, like and they like the, that the music's just like this nice little like piano and stuff mm-hmm. and you're just like, Oh, I'm just hanging out with all yeah. these dead people and I'm having a good time. We're not we're not doing But it you never know. feels dark. It's all very like they have yeah. these final things they wanna do and then they fully accept what's happening and it's doesn't feel heavy. It's a yeah. very accepting and loving game in that aspect. Are you it's winning, sweet. son? I'm yeah. just hanging out with some digital dead people, dead. <laughs> I'm sh- having I'm the best them. time. Don't worry. I'm helping them come to grips with their life as they pass on. I'm also as fishing. I bake them an apple pie. It's all coming together. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I make them coffee in the oven somehow. Yep. But uh, <laughs> everything goes in it. the oven. It doesn't matter. You know that if it's... oven coffee like mom used to make. Yeah. <laughs> You throw vegetable. You throw two different kinds of vegetables in the oven. Salad. A dark you throw. Now. You throw rice in the oven with nothing in it. Just yep. cooked rice. It doesn't. Yep. Everything. Everything comes out. Ugh. You throw wood in there. Coal. It does. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. No. Putting those recipes together, you just have to chuck whatever you find into the oven and be like, does it work? Does it not? Yes. Yeah. No. What What's going to blend? Yeah. yeah. It, it, the recipe list was the most ridiculous thing to put together because it is just mashing together like what goes with wood? What could go with this piece of lobster that I found and just throw it in yeah. and hope you get something that works. Yeah. The, the, the other day, like I threw in, I threw in like a. Uh, like a squid and then yeah. i think either a carrot or like something really random and then you get and then something. what came out was like fish curry and i'm like yeah sure <laughs> like that's Why how not? it works okay yeah 
I wish that's how it worked. It'd be yeah. so easy. Just Cuttlefish curry, maybe. Also, nothing ever burns. You don't have to, like, watch the oven. It's just, like, whatever which you is, were making is done. Which is so good. You can come Excellent. back three days later, and your coffee's there, and you're, like, sick. <laughs> you know? If only real life Perfect worked temperature. this way. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, everybody, Don't do that in real life. You'll every, get sick. Yeah. Everybody should go play Spirit Fair. It's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's freaking beautiful. It's such a nice, just, like chill out don't you'll worry instantly about feel relaxed yeah that was that instantly. was definitely one of those games and we talked about this before i can't remember who i was talking about that with but i was like i think it was actually my the fighting game crew where i was talking about it and i was like man i went from i really went from being a big jrpg fan who was playing these super long games to literally being like hey can you make persona 6 like 45 to 60 hours shorter than Persona 5, please, so that I can actually play it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, Spiritfarer, hell yeah. And I, and like when I was playing it, like I, because it was on Game Pass for a while, I don't know if it still is. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, mm-hmm. it um, is. But yeah, uh, I was, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. I bet this is like 12, 15 hours. It's like 50 hours, right? It's yeah, really it's pretty That's the only reason I haven't played it is because when yeah, I looked up Howling to Beat, I was like, but it's, but it's, it's like, that's the reason I quit. Yeah. That's like yeah. you're going to finish it, right? But, there's not like an overarching plot. No. Like, it's okay. it, you're just, it's just dealing like a series with, of short stories. Yeah, you're yeah, dealing you're just with every, different people. Every yeah, it's like every okay. individual character is like got a bunch of things they want to do, and then when you do them, like you shepherd them off and they go away. But like mm-hmm. they taught, they have like a story. Like they'll tell you about their lives, or like some of them yeah. are related to you. So they're like, oh, I remember. When yeah, I definitely. I hung out I with your dad right or whatever. Like. They, yeah. but yeah, it's it's one of those things like you could you could pick up and come back and probably be totally fine. You'll remember everything because there's not like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's not like an end goal. I guess like th- there is in that you want to get everyone off the boat, right? But like, yeah. but there's not like a last time on, yeah, no, sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a sh- if it was a show, it wouldn't like everybody be like this is a show about nothing because it's just like it'd be like, it'd be like Twilight Zone like or Seinfeld. something. No, it'd be like I, every every episode is like a just one-off. I would just say half own. the episodes would be like, "Hey, can you make me like some? Uh, you make me a grilled cheese. You make me <laughs> make me a grilled cheese, some apple pie or something." Yeah. And then it's like, "We gotta go." I chop really wood. miss French fries. Can you make me and French then, fries? Yeah, and then you go with the snake person, and you're like, "Let's go meditate on top of this mountain." <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That'd it's be the, the best. whole thing. I it love is it. the best. This is ridiculous. Oh, My man. wife and I always always make all the sounds that. All the characters make because they only make like two sounds like the frog guys are yeah. like Ooh, like all the time but uh-huh. we always do the snake ones like <laughs> we do that all the time yeah, yeah. spirit great games great. everyone catch should the play it. <laughs> catch, catch the, the fever, fever. <laughs> there that's it is that's another that's another catchphrase yep i love it that rips ass and catch the fever catch the fever we have like Absolutely. we have like 10 listeners maybe and like i really want to start <laughs> making more than that I don't we, know. We All do I know have... is, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I really want to make a Catch the Fever t-shirt. Like, I might do it this week. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not do it for have yourself, it, Have it with, right? like, the platformers with, like, podcast, Catch the, Catch, the Catch the Fever. There you go. Yeah. A wavy, like, a wavy <laughs> rainbow or something mm-hmm. like that on it? Yeah. I, I'm into it. If you do that, let me know. I'm, I want one. Yeah. Yes. I'll wear 100%. it on the show. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Chris, did you have uh, something you wanted to get into? 
Uh, I do want to, at some point, uh, talk about my final thoughts on Disgaea 6, but we can wrap with that if we want. I do, real quick. Um, so, I randomly found, uh, like, YouTube, the YouTube algorithm is an interesting thing. I got suggested this uh, interview with, uh, so, Mike Tyson does a show called Hot Boxing, where it's him and this other guy, I don't know his name, he's a former football player, who they smoke weed. And then they have a guest on their podcast, and then they. Oh, Bill Burr was on this, I think. I thought. Yeah, I think yeah. I there's there's a bunch of them. Um, I need to watch this. There's one um, with former mafia captain Michael Franzesi. I Whoa, think that's how you really? pronounce it. Who fascinating? If you're into like the mob and like mafia, The Godfather, that yeah. whole thing, um, like Scorsese movies, fascinating interview. This guy basically um, grew up like and and was in the mafia, um, and had all these ties to like his dad like knew Al Capone um oh, and like weird. that whole bit but he went to prison in the 80s and because he was like I'm either going to go to prison now for like 10 years and be fine and have a life after this or I'm going to stay on the street and they're going to shut me down I'm going to go back for life or I'm going to die so he went to prison comes out and like now of like the 50 people or whatever that he uh that were like as successful as him, like as like a mafia captain. He's the only one that's still alive. So now he's just like, fuck it. I'll just tell everyone this whole story <laughs> about the mafia. Like, what do you want to know? Um, wow. So, uh, but great interview. You got to watch it. Um, he, which got me thinking about like, I used to love like all the Scorsese like, movies and stuff. I guess he won that tontine. <laughs> he definitely did. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I was actually thinking about uh, Mafia Definitive Edition, which I had never—I've never played any of the Mafia games. Um, so that was on sale this week, um, and I had like a coupon to GameStop. I picked it up. It was on sale. Oh, it was on sale at GameStop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it cost me like five bucks. Um, what, did, what did you get it for? I got it for PS4. Okay. Um, there's no like next gen improvements or anything. Like it runs I, I was at a gonna- solid thirty. I was going to um, ask about that if there was like an upgrade or anything. It does though. Um, it has ray tracing. Like, huh. for a PS4 game, which I thought was interesting. interesting. So it looks great. Yeah. Um, but it is such a, like, it's a 2002 game. Um, it's incredibly linear. Like, it's literally just, like, you do the mission, and then the next mission begins. And, like, you don't... It's supposed to be pretty good, though, from what I've heard. Yeah. I really am enjoying it. Like, I played it for about two and a half hours last night. This is um, the one with the... This is the one that's set in the south with the black protagonist? No, that's Mafia 3. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you, did, I thought you said Mafia 3. Oh, no, it's I'm Mafia sorry. Two? This is Mafia Definitive Edition. This is the first okay, one. Okay, okay, So it's, um, it's a remake? Yeah, it's a remake of the first one. Okay. okay um, all redone, like, voice acting um, and, like, motion capture for, like, all the cutscenes and everything. Like, they did a really, really? good job with it. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, like, oh, if yeah, you look, didn't this come out around the same time as Mafia 3? Like, they, they were kind of like, hey, they did a, a They did, like, um, they redid this in the second one, and then they packaged it with the third one as, like, a trilogy okay. bundle. They, that's right. They, like, that's right. I think this time last year about. Um, okay. So I guess it didn't do well because it's already 20 bucks. But, um, but yeah, like, it's just you kind of drive around this city and, like, you meet these, like, mafia guys and you become, you know, obviously you get inducted into, uh, you know, the mafia or whatever. You become a made man. Um, and, you, like, it's them just, like, having banter in the car as you're, like, driving and, like, collecting money from all these people and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have to, like, swing some baseball bats at people and get in a couple gunfights. But, like... It's just, like, a really cool world to be in. Um, you don't have to think a whole lot. Like, it's a very simple game. Um, I've just... I've been really enjoying it. Um, mm. So, if you 
have never maybe you played the original one um or you played the third one i think it was on playstation plus at one point um i definitely recommend it um i'm gonna keep going through it i'll probably pick up the second one when i'm done um Mm. but it's it's been a lot of fun um it's been like really not different from i mean it's it's right on par with like my typical bullshit of like single player (laughs) game where i don't really have to think a whole lot but um i really like the world and the characters it's been it's been cool Hmm. nice Nice. yeah definitely let us know uh you know as you wrap it up your final thoughts because i'm 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 interested. I don't, I don't have, I was never, my dad was always one of those types of people who watched like war movies and not mafia mob movies. So I have basically no experience with any of that stuff. Oh, I've yeah. never seen any of the Godfather movies. Oh really? I've like none of, oh. none of, no, I, I have like no experience with any sort of mafia stuff just cause like I, I never knew anybody who was into it who like, if you ever want to get into it, we will have that conversation cause there's a lot Oh, I mean, it's mostly, it's like Godfather, part one and two. You can watch three. It's not very good. Casino. Um, any Martin Scorsese Goodfellas. movie. Yeah, any Martin Scorsese yeah, movie. Whole, uh, Donnie Brasco. His whole filmography. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Goodfellas. No, no, no. That's not the one. I was thinking of, what's the what's the one? And this, this is not a mafia thing. This is about like a robbery or something. It was the early Tarantino movie where the guy sings a song while he's cutting that dude's face up. Oh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Yeah. I saw that, but that's not a mafia movie. That's not no, a mafia that's movie. not a mafia no. movie. No. But I always just... get that confused with Goodfellas. I don't know why. I mean, they're just... guys in suits that kill people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and they came away. out around the same time. Give me the gobble-ghoul. The gobble-ghoul. Now, I will say, I do love saying gobble-ghoul. It's a good it word. It is pretty fun. It's a good word. Gobble-ghoul. And, and still an excellent office. Got it in one. I'll have the gabagool. Or like the what? <laughs> Disguise six. What do you got? Disguise six. Yes. So last time, um, this is this is my second part. Is this like the third to... week in a row that we've talked about disguise. Well, no, I wasn't, but... only it's only it's only the second one. But this is the second <laughs> review in a row that I've done that I haven't quite made it to the to the to the to the review so this is going to be my second final five percent review uh that i've done since guilty gear strive uh but uh basically i was able to get pretty close to the end game before um but i beat it last time and i got a a little ways into the post game stuff because uh one of the big things about disgaea games is that they're basically forever games like because of the way things like the item world works which is uh Basically, like, if you've ever played any RPG, um, like, you'll get, like, cheap swords, you'll get better swords later, you'll get armor, you'll get all this sort of stuff, you'll get, like, potions and consumables. Well, in Disgaea, each one of those items is its own dungeon also that you can dive into, and they have at least, like, 30 floors to go through. Each floor can take, like, 20 seconds to, like, a couple of minutes to work your way through, but, like when each item is its own thing, like you can ostensibly play this game forever as long as you like the rhythm of the game. Um, but uh, I got to the end game. There were some interesting twists. Um, this guy games always have twists. Um, this one I thought was not, I don't think story-wise, I don't think it holds up. Uh, I, I, this is basically just following up on what I said previously. Like uh, wrapping up the game doesn't really add a whole lot to my thoughts like I don't think a whole lot higher uh, than I did previously like I still think that Disgaea 1 and 4 
are my favorites. I think that the twist in Disgaea 2 is still better than this one. I think the only one that this might be better than story-wise is Disgaea 3. Um, but as far as gameplay systems are concerned, the auto battle kind of gambit-like system like, uh, like existed in Final Fantasy XII is a huge thing because you can literally set your people to fight stages repeatedly overnight and just level up ridiculously. Like, and that basically takes away most of the tedium that was in these games and getting your stats like maxed out in previous entries. Um, and I think that that makes it more approachable than a lot of the other games in the series. Uh, I'm actually going to go back and revisit Disgaea 5 complete and just kind of see how I feel about that after having played one where there is auto battling and auto repeat battles and stuff like that and just kind of see how I feel now with that knowledge. But uh, overall, uh, none of those like kind of middling thoughts on the story or the characters stopped me from being completely addicted to it and staying up until like two o'clock three or four nights in a row after I beat it, just getting like totally, you know, up to my eyeballs in the, in the uh, end game and post game. Uh, because there's a lot to do. There's like, basically once you finish it, you can pass this bill in the dark assembly and it unlocks carnage mode, which is a way harder version of every stage that exists in the main game, which I think there are like five or six stages over like 15 chapters or 16 chapters so multiply that in your head and then there's one of those variants for every one of those levels in carnage mode and then above that there's another mode called yasha mode um and there's that is like the level even beyond that so if you want to keep pumping up your stats if you want to keep maxing them out and exploiting like crazy overpowered moves and moving up and playing different variants of that sort of stuff you can do it um and then there's a bunch of challenge modes, like like challenge stages, like the martial dimension and uh, the carnage dimension and things like that. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff to get into. And if you just want to play through the story, it's fun. Um, but, 55 yeah. hours you have in this game. Yes, I do. Jesus. You just checked that on your Switch? I did. I was like, <laughs> you, this sounds like a lot. And yeah, I looked and I was like, yep, it is that's a, a lot. lot. Wow. It is a lot. It's, mm -hmm. Now, uh, it only, I think, takes like 20 hours to beat the story. Okay. So, like, this, okay. is, this is a lot of me being like, all right, who's my squad going to be? But what else mm -hmm. can it do? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got a witch. I wonder how high I can get Elemental Burst yeah. leveled up. So it'll just hit for like four quadrillion damage, mm -hmm. uh, literally, not an exaggeration. Literally, four literally. literally. Uh, because they they changed it, like they increased the the level cap from nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine to ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. It's there's basically no not? reason. Yeah, there's no reason for this to have been the case. I really wish that they had not inflated all the levels to that degree. Mm -hmm. It feels like basically just a check mark on the back of the box. Like it feels like marketing baloney that doesn't actually mean anything. Um, but it's pretty fun. Like it, it is still, it is still more stuff. There is still yeah. more headroom, but if you're not into managing stuff in the menu, um, and all that sort of stuff, then like this might not necessarily be for you. Um, but if you are like me, looking for another good tactical RPG in the it, lo very loosely in the vein of like Final Fantasy Tactics, there's basically nothing else out there 
that scratches the itch like Disgaea does, uh, at least for me. Um, other than like one-offs like Felseal, uh, Arbiter's Mark. But like this is a franchise that is ongoing. Like this is the only ongoing franchise that does like this sort of grid-based, turn-based tactical RPG. Um, until Advance I, Wars. Into, until Advance Wars, yeah. you know. But, uh, but yeah. But I, I like it a lot. It is probably going to be the game that I play on Switch. Um, I, I, I basically had to stop myself because I was like, I want to play Hitman 2. I want to play like these other games. Yeah. Like I need to step away from this because it is going to consume me entirely. But uh, I definitely do feel like once I get more caught up on some of my more um, uh, easily finished games like Hitman, which doesn't take that long. Hitman 2 doesn't take that long. Hitman 3 doesn't take that long. Once I'm caught up on those like smaller games, this will probably be like kind of the new base level thing that I'm doing on Switch until Metroid probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, after that, I'll probably come back to this. Uh, it's, I, I will say I'm very interested to see how this performs when it inevitably comes to PS5 um, and you can just have it on graphics mode uh, because the graphical overhauls to this game are also a big reason why I wouldn't necessarily want to go back to the older ones. Cause like now they're th- fully 3d models instead of just sprites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do think that it looks, it looks good. Um, so yeah, I, nice. I'm, I'm having, I'm having a great time. And, uh, and, uh, thank you to the people over at NIS for sending me the code. Excellent. It's on switch. It's Sick. exclusive on switch for a while. So you might as well. Hey, jump in. Hi. Do you have anything that you want to talk about before we go? Oh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Oh, what have right. you been, what are you been getting into Hannah? Um, well, uh, my boyfriend and I have been playing through the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Sea of Thieves expansion. Yes, which has me been too. Tremendously fun, <laughs> and I've loved awesome. it. Awesome. Yes. I it, like mm-hmm. it's so funny, and I don't know if you had this reaction too, but when they were first showing that trailer, I was like, yeah. "Okay, a Pirates is my favorite ride at Disneyland, just period." Okay. Yeah. Second, like I do, I really love Sea of Thieves, but I was like, "Really, we're gonna do these two things?" But then as the trailer kept going, I'm like, "This actually looks pretty like fucking awesome." And then mm-hmm. we played it, and like the whole opening is just like the it's like it's walking the through the ride kind of that's, and stuff. I was like, "That's this what is he was sick, saying." Dude. Um, yeah, and then you get dropped on this island with all these cool puzzles to do and yeah. stuff, and there's a talking skull, and it's great. It's yeah. so good. So I've never been on a theme park ride, but he has. And so he was very much like, this is pretty much what it is in a nutshell. And it feels a lot like a theme park ride, but it's the puzzles are tremendously fun. It's great yeah. co-op. So Hannah, tell Brian. me. Tell me <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That was the perfect answer. Uh, as somebody who played Sea of Thieves before it came out, and was so scared that when my ship started shaking that I was gonna be eaten by a Kraken, which is one of my great phobias in life. Um, I literally quit out to the Xbox dashboard and deleted the game. Uh, You did? I did. Yes, this is the thing we've talked about on the show. We've talked about like getting him in the game and like working him in. Slowly, I will say because I because I literally when I saw this trailer I was like I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, uh, and but if there was any 
type of licensed thing that they could add to Sea of Thieves that would increase the likelihood that a Kraken would appear, it would be this one, this trilogy I, of movies where a Kraken is literally one of the major plot points. Well, see, here's I, the I thing, have a though, feeling. is... You go, go ahead. Oh, sorry. But I, you and I have very different gauges with where we land with horror. So I don't find Sea okay. of Thieves scary at all, so I don't know how to gauge it for you if you're going to be okay with it, because I play horror games for fun, so it's like, it might I, be scary skeletons for don't I don't scare, know. Don't, skeletons don't scare me. If, I, if there's going to be a Kraken that's attacking me, I'm going to be freaked out there because is I'm a kraken. terrified of them. I, yeah, I would assume is, in the Pirates yeah. there is a Kraken, but I, I, I've played a lot of the base game, and I've never even mm-hmm. seen the Kraken. So. Yeah, so, so we're on so. the second tale, and I think there's five in total that you do, but we finished the second one earlier today, and there was a Kraken in that one. So it just mm. it's very different stories each time. Gotcha. The yeah, I've already done the time, first one. The first time I played Sea of Thieves, about two or three weeks ago, um... I don't know if this is like a scripted moment, like it, like you know, you do the thing, you get on the the boat and everything. Um, you do at least I saw one that like it took down a ship like in the distance, and I was like, is that gonna? I think that, that well, that's in the tutorial, make? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think okay. they yeah. do that on purpose. When you're in the main oh, okay. game, it's just kind of like people you wandering roll. around. Whatever happens, happens. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of get into trouble. Just but it's been very and... fun, you know. I yeah. think. If you like the movies, then it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. I feel like it, I have to play that game on PC, though. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it's, like, it's cross-play, so... Mm-hmm. And again... We, we can do that. Literally could. ask me. I will hop on I, that game anytime. Seriously, we could make it a group I thing. Love, it could be so much fun. I love Sea of Thieves. I will tell you, I Platformer sails the seas. Go for it. I'm I am open to playing it with you. You if are you're physically okay. uncomfortable right now. I know. If you're okay with me backing out to the dashboard and immediately deleting the game yeah. uh, if I see one. Okay. If you're I, fine with that, I, I will jump in it, with you. I would Fair be enough. shocked if that happened, but I would also not to not to laugh at your pain, but I would think that was the funniest shit. Like fifty hours of me playing, I never see one, but the minute the guy who has the <laughs> phobia of them comes in the game, they pop up. I would be like, dude. Funny. I'm pretty sure you have to go find it. Like, I th- it's in a certain part of the sea. Yeah, that I okay. think is on your map, so it shows specifically where it's located. Yeah, yeah. There's like a front to go kill it, but so you, you don't can, have to do it. Yeah, you can avoid it. How are you with tentacle porn? <laughs> uh, He's like, yeah, but ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> Somebody actually suggested that I use that to get over my fear. Yeah. Somebody legitimately oh suggested that to me. But isn't it I'm different? Like, oh my god. It's definitely different. Those people are being the, dragged into the sea. Like Because tentacles Maybe not the one you're watching. Because well because tentacles aren't my aren't fear. the problem. No. Yeah. It's 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 those creatures Epis- coming out of the dark depths of the water mm-hmm. that's that i'm also title right in there. like when i when i <laughs> tentacles aren't my problem hold on leave it to me. <laughs> i i understand where you're coming from it's that fear of the ocean it's depths the murky right murky water yeah. me being in the murky water and then those coming out of the thing I right at me i get that Oh my yeah. god! I tell like, you what, if we ever play, prob- you don't ever unless have to get I the water. do something. Mm-hmm. Unless I do something very happy and distracting before bed, the moment mm-hmm. I close my eyes, I'm going to see that 
for yeah. an extended period of time, and it's going to be very difficult for me. I get uh, what you mean. Yeah. And the craziest thing is I've been able to conquer and eliminate all of my other fears. This is one that's actually gotten worse over time, hmm. which is crazy to me. This is the only phobia that I was like, eh, I don't really like this because of this, because I watched, basically because I watched 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea as a kid. Mm. Um, and then it has just gotten worse and worse and worse. Like, I didn't used to think about it that much. It would be like when I would swim in the pool and close my eyes, I would think about it mm. or something. Or I would like, swim. there was this long pool, there was like this Olympic pool, and the lines across the bottom were all black. Like, each lane had a long black line. And so when you were like looking down at it, it would look like the long. Anyway, it's a uh... man. This it's... is like a deeply rooted thing in <laughs> it is, your brain. It is. This is a real. It could be a therapy session a... if you need it to be. I mean, yeah. We are all like just, we'll just yeah. sit on the boat and get drunk and then play the instruments really hey, poorly. Hey, there you go. Yeah, we can make Sea of Thieves <laughs> okay. into that. Hey. It's perfect. Hannah, do yeah. you have when you play? Do you have any rituals? Because the people I play with, we've all have have developed like rituals that we do every single time. Well, we no, because I'm pretty much brand new to it. I didn't have a huge oh, okay. past of playing Sea of Thieves. It was very much just this Pirates of the Caribbean bit seems really fun. We should try it. I, and so I bet you a lot of people. I bet a lot of people have the same thing. They're like, oh, pirates. Yeah. I'll check that out. Um, mm -hmm. So we have a thing every time uh, we play where we're when we're kind of done we're like okay we're gonna sign off we mm -hmm. um go below deck drink as much grog as possible like to the point where you're actually mm. like projectile throwing up yeah. and you can't walk and then everyone pulls out their fire bombs or like whatever they have you mm -hmm. set the boat on fire and try to get out and then when you get out you all play whatever instruments because they sound terrible when you're drunk so they're all like off key and shit so there's yeah. four assholes like running out of a flaming boat playing like blah, 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 and we're all like mm -hmm. barfing over the edge and stuff yeah. and we just do that until the boat sinks we just try to sink our own boat and then we're like all right time to go <laughs> Beautifully it's like done. a random thing we started doing there we go and that doesn't what like your people don't lose anything when you die that way or whatever or what no because if we turned all I, the I stuff, we turn all the stuff in, and then we're like, okay. "All right, we turned everything in. Now we can just fucking destroy the boat." Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. When cool. your boat sinks, you just get another one. So they respawn okay. you, and you get yeah. a brand new boat. We could just <laughs> sing bad songs and get drunk and see if thieves, mm -hmm. and we could avoid we also, the kraken all together. It could be yeah. total fun if, that way. Also, if all, the kraken can be avoided, yeah, that's great. Yep. Also, you know. we. Uh, we have a pink, we make our, pink, our boat look pink and then we fly the pride flag and just call ourselves the butt pirates. No one calls us thus, us that, but we just call ourselves that and then <laughs> sail around <laughs> just doing stupid shit. I'm a butt pirate. I want your booty. We don't actually do I It's just a joke. But it's pretty good. We, oh, do, good. we do fly the pride flag and stuff and do all kinds of stuff. And then, and then we and see people go. and we're like, let's get them. Let's take their crap. It's a good time. A good time had yeah. by all. Let's take their crap because we are the butt pirates. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Great uh, game, man. Yes? Do we, do we want to wrap or should we talk about some other thing? I played one demo, but I'm not particularly enthused by it. Has, did anybody play The World Ends With You? No. Other than me? Yes. Uh, you did? On DS in high school or whenever yeah, it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you did you try the Neo The World Ends With You demo on PS5? Absolutely not. Okay. 
I did. Now I keep I keep like trying to convince myself. It's like it's like Kingdom Hearts three for me for some reason. Like I keep trying to convince myself like that's a franchise I'll like. And then the more I look at it, the more I'm like, the time's come and gone. I'm past that point in my life You're where I'm just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna play it. Yeah, I I played like the first chapter. I think this is one of the very, very, very exceptionally few games that is actually better with like a stylus or that sort of a thing. It's not it's, because it's weird. almost like they designed it around a, yeah. that console. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's but basically what happens is um, when you pick up the different pins, like you've got different members of your team and you assign each one of them to the pins and then you'll either like hold R2 and then let it go for one person to use a move or like mash on square or triangle or hold L2. And it's like that sort of a thing. Like it's totally different. It's yeah. not the same. And like, I mean, that was a lot of the gripe with the, uh, the switch port was like the, the touch controls were better, but it was like, if you want to play this on a TV, like it's just, it's not it's nearly not as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. d- literally designed for th- that kind of input. Mm. Yeah. Which is, which is a real bummer. Uh, and, and the writing is like very not good. Like it's yeah. very overwrought, like very, Oh, you don't know where you are. <laughs> Let me tell you. You'll yeah. find out soon enough. Like, huh, well, you don't need me to tell you that. Or like this one guy is like infatuated with math and he's like, oh, you guys are. And then insert ridiculously convoluted mathematical term. He's like, that's what it means when two points are as close to they're, they're like almost infinitely uh, minuscule, but not zero. And who knows if they'll ever reach zero. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you could have run out and said, time to die. And I would have gotten the same, yeah. same effect yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm disappointed because I, 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 I am one of those, the few people out there who actually like likes Tetsuya Nomura. Um, but like, what are you talking about? I, I I can't deny a lot of people give him shit for his character designs. All all the characters have like a billion zippers on their outfits and all that sort of shit. Um, they liked Amano when he did the character design for Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Well, I mean, um, yeah, but I don't know. It's fine. A lot of people don't like Tetsuya Nomura, but I really do, and I I I'm disappointed when there's games where they have this cool character design, this this awesome art. And like just the game's substance is not good. Like with Kingdom Hearts 3, like the game sucks. Like the last chapter of that game is great and everything else is fucking garbage. And it broke my heart. Uh I don't know. But anyway, so this this is this is this is not that bad. Like it's not Disney cringe terribleness bad, but it's just not very inspired. It's 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 not it's not good. I, I didn't have that adverse a reaction to. I actually thought the ending of Kingdom Hearts three was the worst part because it just went on forever, and they were just like, "Oh my god, wrap this up!" And they're like, "We're gonna I fight mean, every person that's ever existed in this series and not answer all yeah. the things." And it was like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah. can you that's like true. stop with this? Can we finish?" Let, let like, me let me clarify. When it's set on Disney worlds, I don't like what it does. But when you actually get to the world with all the doors, I was like, okay, this is original. This is new. This is interesting. You know what I mean? Like that sort of yeah. thing. Like, yeah, we know. You yeah. don't like Disney. 
I like you Disney. It just psycho. doesn't make sense in this. <laughs> the most psycho interesting part of Kingdom never, Hearts. It never did, Brian. You just gotta accept it. But the best parts of I those, know we have talked about this so many fucking it's, times. It's very true. But that's why Birth by Sleep was the best because it almost had none of that stuff. Uh. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. I don't want to end on a downer, but I'll end yeah. on this. I can't oh wait. I'll end on this. I can't. I tweeted this. this this morning. I can't wait for Saturday and Sunday morning when all you motherfuckers with Nintendo Switches are out there tweeting your twats and you're like, Whoa. oh man, Whoa. Skyward Sword is so good. I can't believe everyone shit all over this game when it was on the Wii. Guess what? They fixed fucking everything. They wrong, did. Wrong they fixed game. everything. Yeah. It's they literally be great. fixed. And every problem in that game, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my god, it's so good! It's a new Wind Waker!" Like, yeah, no, it's that is ridiculous. I'm in the same I've boat as you there. So I'm oh. just excited to actually play it at some point. You'll play the better version. Yeah, you will. And, I'm, everyone and I'm happy for you. I'm glad you get to yeah. experience that. Yeah. yeah. Now, Chris, are you gonna have beef with me saying that it's good if I say it's good? No, I'm not going to have beef with anyone. I just think it's funny that, like, the internet is just like, oh, a Skyward Sword remake, oh, it fucking sucks. They, they and, like, now it's going to come out, and then they're going to be like, well, I'm so glad we got this. I never got to play it before. Like, Chris, they would do the same thing if Majora's Mask got, like, a full-on. Listen, I, full-on I want my Wind Waker People would be port. like, Majora's Mask sucks, and then everyone would buy it and be like, Majora's Mask is good, actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and they'd be wrong. No, the Majora's Mask is good. I was one of those people, and then I played it again yeah. as an adult, and I went, you know what? This is a good game. It's a good game. A dark game. Sure, it's, it's good. a good game. It's just the least good Zelda game. It's not game. for it's, everyone. It's not, is for not me. Yeah, it's, it's not for me. Listen, Wind okay, Waker's always been Link's, my favorite, so I'm just... That's it's better than Link's crossbow training. I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know a, a, a fun fact about Wind Waker and Chris Shriver? Because we, yes. we've... Hannah Hulham, we've gotten very close this episode. All right, you're gonna, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you're gonna. <laughs> I've heard gonna all about everyone's hopes. Don't agree to anything before you fears. hear the details. Yes, <laughs> get ready. So Hannah, don't sign anything, please. I'm not. I'm holding back. I was given, I was given that game uh, on March 26th, which I believe was the release date, which is my birthday. Okay. Right. I was like 12 years old, mm-hmm. and when I was given it, I had to fart, and I went to blow out my birthday candles, and when I blew them out. I sharted. It's the last time I shit my pants. That's a weird. When I was given my copy of Wind Waker. You know, Chris. You know what on, I was that day, on that day, at all. You know, you know what's weird, Chris? Is hey, you know what? Hannah's gonna agree with that, me on this one. I shit my pants. That. Now that you say that, I also Chris have like no, I didn't shart, but like I have a weird memory that ties to Wind Waker because. <laughs> What the fuck is this show? Um, I remember distinctly, like, Sharing, getting the game and coming home, coming home and having a headache, like, really bad, because I just get a lot of headaches. And I Because it was I, up to my eyes! It was up to my eyes and hype. And I just... Uh, and I remember, like, waiting to play it, because I took medicine and, like, watched Hey Arnold and ate, like, Where macaroni or some shit. Why do, why do I remember this? I don't know. <laughs> but you just you just like unhinged Unlocked that from the back of my brain yeah Man. i don't know why like <laughs> every time i think of wind waker i just think of that memory and, 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 and that was the last time that was the last time so 
<laughs> You've got some memories. Great game, there. though. Otherwise, great game. Otherwise, yeah. great game. Wait, wait, yeah. great, no, great, great game. Otherwise, a great game. <laughs> I got it the day I last shit my pants. Otherwise, a great game. Otherwise, yeah, yeah great 10 game. out of 10. Loved it. Great day. We great have to game. do this. Yeah. We have to do this next episode and, and uh, see if, like, we have weird memories tied to. Games. Like the day we got a specific game, because I also know that I got in a really bad car accident the day New Vegas came out. <laughs> oh wow! Because I literally had it in my car, and then I fucking cr I crashed. Crashed it. Well. Wow. On that day, Chris, you then I went home Wind Waker. <laughs> with my crashed car and played New Vegas. <laughs> oh god. Also, last thing. Okay. I've said it like four times now. Yeah, remember, yeah. remember when you pre-ordered that game and they gave you uh, the Ocarina of Time and the Master Quest? Yes. Yep. I do uh, remember yeah, that. Double How high. fucking awesome yeah. was that? It was that? awesome. Like, it was great. And I played we, all of Master Quest. Just don't get it. And it was hard <laughs> as shit. We just don't get how They don't get it, both figuratively and literally, because and they literally. don't literally. free games now when you pre-order shit. Uh -huh. Could you imagine if they were like, oh, Skyward Sword's coming out, HD uh, remaster, whatever. By the way, if you pre-order it, you get Wood Wicker. By the way, you get an I HD... I mean, sometimes you do get that, actually, because didn't they do that with, uh, like, Wolfenstein 2? If you pre-order it, you got Wolfenstein 1? Yeah, that was, like, fucking three years ago, Brian. <laughs> I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. <laughs> what what, what's goal? Nintendo... What do you do for your Nintendo? What have you done for me lately, Nintendo? Nintendo? That's, That's what I'm saying. That's his inner mafia coming out. He's been playing too much <laughs> yeah. mafia. Now Nintendo, I'm telling you, you <laughs> gotta show me a Gabagool. Let me tell you, Nintendo, all I used to eat was, eat was bagel bites. All right? <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I hold ate on. so many cups. Bagel. Bagel all bites. I did was eat bagel bites and shit my pants and play Wind Waker. <laughs> what happened? be a musical. So it was a combination of all of them. Oh, I used to be skinny, but I haven't shit my pants in 12 years, so now I'm so bigger. Because I gotta have for room me. for all this shit. <laughs> it's up to my eyes. This is a great episode. Jesus this Christ. is maybe the best episode we've recorded in, I don't At know. At least a ever. week. Oh, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, let's wrap this shit. Shall we wrap? Let's not let's not hold Hannah hostage any longer. I'm having yeah. way too much fun. You guys can hold me hostage. Yeah. It's She's totally like, fun. get me. Yeah. She's like, get me out of this. No man, this is uh, too much fun. Man, by the way, Hannah, what a banger of an episode you ended up being on. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Absolutely. What a an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, having me, guys. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. Just, we'll, we'll definitely have to keep in touch and have you on uh, way more often because this has been uh, enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the root in, of in, everyone's major issues in this episode. We had like little chats really about did. everyone, their past we things about that have happened. Man, learn a lot. We talked about, you know, this, shits. We talked episode, about being in better shape. Man. This episode definitely ripped ass. It's very it absolutely cool. I mean, did. well, yeah. yeah. And then some. <laughs> Ripped ass plus. Some, wow. It's like Chris's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> the year he got Wind Waker. There we go. Oh, Chris's cool. Wind Waker. Uh, wind Waker Awakening. Chris's Wind Waking. Chris's Wind Waking Plus. Yeah. He got Wind Waker and also took one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love you all so much. You guys are so great. Uh, right, right back at you, buddy. This is uh, thank you for joining us for episode 186 of the Platformers podcast. 
Uh, if you've got thoughts or ideas that you want to share or or you want to claim um, one of our last uh, giveaway codes for the PC Steam version of Dark Deity, which is a kind of Fire Emblem-like strategy game uh, that I talked about a few episodes ago. Uh, we still have some keys left. So hit me up on Twitter at Ribnax, um, R-I-B-N-A-X, and, uh, and we can hash things out there. Uh, also, if you want to check out my band, my new band's new single, uh, my, my band is called Long Live the Lights. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, uh, and Spotify. Uh, and our new single is called Sirens. It's really, really great, and we're working on two new singles that we're going to have out uh, in the future that I'm very excited for all of you uh, to check out. So I checked it Josh. out. It's good. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I up to? Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet that much, but you can find me at the Jawa Josh. Uh, and if you'd like to see all the cool video essay stuff I'm working on, you can go to youtube.com slash braintap. I am currently working on a video about Gundam that involves both. Ooh. I rewatched all of Gundam Wing, which is almost 50 episodes, and was about to, like, tear my eyes out. Um, and then, wow. And then I also watched Eighth MS Team, which is only twelve episodes, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Um, and built a Gundam model, but had to like. Th- I feel like this video would have been done already, but I dropped my airbrush on my foot and bent the needle, and so I had to I had to order a new nozzle, and that wow. just came in. So I have to finish filming cool. and doing all kinds of all kinds of crazy crap. So that one will be out at some point. But the long-awaited Spider-Man video is out. You should go watch it. Um, very cool. good. Very cool. Very, Thanks, very good. buddy. Yeah, it was it really hard to make. Um, <laughs> last last thing, PSA for any fellow Warframe players out there. Saturday is Tenocon, so be sure to at least have some kind of screen that has your uh, Warframe account, like on your Twitch or whatever, that's tied to it, and wa- and at least put it on so that you get the free stuff. Because every year they give out like f- a bunch of free weapons and high level shit. For watch for just like watching it, so do it. Nice. That's it. Cool. Chris. Brian. <laughs> How you doing, bud? <laughs> Good man. <laughs> I uh, you know, I I, I yell on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Shrives ninety three. Um, um, that on everything. If you want to add me on Switch, Xbox, PS five, whatever. Uh, you can find me at Shrives93. Um, I don't have a whole lot else going on. Um, I'm planning a wedding. Yay! So that's not content related. That's yeah, really all I have going on. Yeah, it's, very it's exciting, nonetheless. Very busy yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the same boat, and it's... Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's definitely a lot. Um, You'll be glad you did it when you're on the other side and you got all the pictures and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that is one yeah. thing. That is one thing. Nice. Invest, yeah. invest in a good photographer because mm-hmm. those pictures. Oh yeah. yeah. It just it's just uh, weird because my wife and I are already married, so now we're like, what's even the point? But now it's just like, mm-hmm. eh, let's just do it. We said we were going to do it. It's a dope party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be. It's Invite be all your party. friends. It's a celebration you of your love. That's <laughs> the most important thing of all. Celebration. I love it. Celebration of your you love. You two are so Hannah. lovely. Hannah, Hannah, where can they find bite. you? <laughs> yeah, Hannah, Hannah, oh. where can people find you if you want them to find you? And and uh, and what have you been up to? Don't what do you got to plug? Don't find me. No, I'm kidding. Um, I tweet occasionally. Not that often. You can find me at Hannah underscore Houlihan. 
Uh, I'm funny every now and then if you like content like that. Um, otherwise, I'm not working on too much. I am just kind of hanging out. I'm doing commerce work. I recently watched that Resident Evil Infinite Darkness series, which was exactly what I was hoping it would be. Uh, not that nice. great, but it was cheesy enough that it fulfilled <laughs> all the Resident Evil needs that I needed. Um, hmm. That's about all that I've been doing. Just kind of hanging out. Cool. Yeah. No big plans for me right. in the future. Just chilling. Hell nice. yeah. Just nothing. Me. Just nothing. Cool. Yep. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm in the same boat. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us, Hannah. I was pleased as punch me. when when you uh, when you agreed to be on. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure, and this is this is definitely a favorite episode of mine already. I'm like, so this excited! It's been so extremely fun. It's not even edited yet. I'm gonna have a blast listening back to this, even if I'm not the one who edits it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll figure uh, it out. It's been anyways, fun. listeners out there, thank you so much for joining us for episode 186. Um, if you want to watch us uh, record the show live uh, and see the absolute dumpster fire that this uh, sometimes <laughs> becomes, uh, check us out at twitch.tv slash platformerspod. Uh, and you can also check out youtube.com slash platformerspod to see the archives later on when once our lovely boy Chris uploads them uh, like the angel that he is. Uh, please review us on your podcast platform of choice and tell friends and family about it if you think they would get a kick out of it. Uh, from everybody here at the platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week and stay safe out there because until next time, we are out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. My God, that was so much fun. Oh, that was excellent. Did not disappoint. <laughs>